It's about living a long life, and not just a long life, a life that is worth living. Hi, my name is Cherie, and this is Life is Cherie. What's up, what's up, everybody? So excited. It is Friday, and today I am sharing with you my progress and my process. Um, I know a few of you guys have been waiting for today so that I can share what I've been doing, and thanks for coming back. Thanks for coming along on this journey with me. Um, so before we get started, I just want to know, I have one question for you. Why are you here? You don't care if I get a six-pack. I know you don't care if I get a six-pack. I care if I get a six-pack, but you don't care if I get a six-pack. Why are you here? It might be because you're interested to see if I can actually reach this goal that's actually really hard. I've never had a six-pack in my life. Why would it happen today? Or why could I do it today? Why could this happen for me now? What are the changes that I've made to change in my life to make that happen now in my life? And I think that's probably on your mind. Maybe you needed a little bit of a, bu- of a boost to reach a goal that you're trying to accomplish Maybe you have struggled with weight loss or trying to be healthy, and really that's what it comes down to. It's not about having the best body. It's about being healthy for your family, for you, for whoever is special in your life. It's about living a long life, and not just a long life, a life that is worth living. You don't want to have to be at an older age and not be able to use your body. Our body is what fuels everything that we do in this world. We can't do a whole lot if our body is not working for us. And so I just want to really jump into what I have for you today. So just to let you guys know, this week has been actually really hard for me. This has probably been the hardest week out of the last four weeks that I've been doing this process, um, mostly because I have really bad allergies. And I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm a little bit froggy today just because I haven't been able to breathe or do anything really normal for the past couple days. I have really bad allergies during allergy season. And it gives me the perfect excuse not to do the things that I need to do. It makes me not want to eat foods because, well, I can't taste them. And so what's the point in eating, which is not very good nutritional-wise. Um, but also, I just don't have the energy and the desire to go to the gym and do the things that I need to do because I'm tired, because I'm on medication all day long just to be able to breathe and live a normal life. Um, It's been very hard this week, and to add on to that, my son doesn't have a car working right now, so he's borrowing my car to go to his new job that he got, and super proud of him. Nice job, bud. But that means that I don't have a car to go to the gym. Luckily for me, it's not too, too far away, so... Today, I am going to be running to the gym. So I'll get to have my cardio in before I even get to the gym. That's going to be fun. Then I got to run back home. So 
just for any of you guys, I, I only bring that up because I want you guys to realize that there are so many excuses. There are so many reasons to not be able to put in your full effort, not to put in 100%, but it's easy to make an excuse. You don't even have to have big issues like that. You can, it can just be that you feel tired because guess how many people feel tired in their lives? If you're an adult and you have a job, you probably feel tired. If you're a mom and you're taking care of your kids all day, you probably are tired. So here's the thing, excuses are real and you can either make excuses to not reach your goals or you can suck it up and you can do the things that you need to do and accomplish those goals. And this goes for any goal that you have. Uh, doesn't just have to be a going to the gym or anything like that. It's anything in life that you want to accomplish. So here's the thing, you guys. We can make any excuses in the world, but if we want to reach our goals, we have to make excuses to make things happen. you got to plan time in your day to be able to reach those goals. And this goes for any type of goal, just not just physical goals. These are goals for anything in your life because you're going to have things that are going to come in the way and I've struggled with that over the years. There's many things that I wanted to accomplish in my life and I haven't been able to accomplish those things but I am taking the medication that I need to so that I can boost up my energy and be able to breathe well enough to go to the gym and make these things happen for me. So Whatever you do, whatever your goal is, make sure that you are not making excuses to not do those things. Make sure you're making excuses to make it happen because this is your time. Tomorrow's not your day. Next week's not your day. Monday's not your day. I used to make the excuse all the time saying, oh, well, I messed up today. Monday will work. And this was on a Tuesday. Guess what? Today is the day. So with any goal for and for me, especially in what I'm trying to do with being able to get into this top physical condition, I need to make sure that my head is right, that mentally I am able to accomplish this and that I have the desire to accomplish this. I think the biggest change that has happened for me through this whole thing has really been a change in what I desired in life. It was a mindset change. It was that I was finally ready to make it happen. Guess what? Over the past years, I have wanted to have a six pack. I wanted to have a great body. I wanted to get to that physical condition that I am trying to get right now. And it never was working for me. But majorly, I didn't have all the information that I needed to be able to achieve what I wanted to achieve. So a change in mindset being able to have the desire and really decide that it is time for me. It's today that it's happening and I can't make an excuse today and say tomorrow I'll start over or Monday I'll start over because I played that game. I played that game for so many years and I mean it kept me kind of maintaining my weight but I was trying to lose weight and get it into a better physical condition and here I was making excuses Every week, I used to laugh with my husband because he'd be like, oh, I thought you were eating healthy today. And I was like, well, I'll start again on Monday. So I'm done with that. I'm through with that. I'm old enough now to learn how to do it right. 
and have the right nutrition for the rest of my life. And I am ready to share that with you guys. So just to let you guys know, um, kind of what spun me in this direction is I kind of realized that I had a bad relationship with food. Last summer I got COVID and I lost my taste and smell. And it was miserable for that time that I didn't have my taste and smell. I lost my taste and smell for about two weeks. And when it started to slowly come back, it wasn't coming back fully. And so what was happening is I was kind of, I felt like I was only tasting things about 10 to 20% of what they actually tasted. And I love to cook. I love to bake. I love baking. I baked my whole life with my mom and I even had a little bakery for a little bit. And I love baking bread. And so food for me is about the taste. It's about the feeling. It's about the connections that you have with people. Everything that we do in our lives is connected to food and drinks. And when you go to meet with your family, what are you doing? You're having food and you're having drinks. And so like there's such an emotional relationship with food. And I learned through going through COVID and actually through different depressions in my life. I have different levels of depression and I always know what level of depression I'm in and a level of stress that I'm in because of how I'm treating my body and what I'm feeding my body. And that's the crazy thing that I had to learn was that when I was at this level of depression or stress or anxiety, I would start to eat lots of food. I needed comfort food. I wanted to have... And sorry for those guys who are just listening to the podcast. I'm like about mid-height up on this, what I'm talking about right now. If I'm at this level of depression, I am also posting YouTube videos so you can watch there as well. And I'm going to show some some pictures also of my progress, so you may want to do that as well. Um, But anyways, at a mid-level of depression, I am needing comfort food, and I want to solve my problems with food. If I had a hard day at work, I'd be like, I need to go have a shake today. I think I deserve a shake today. That would make me feel so much better. And I would get the shake and I would be loving it the whole time and it was good. But it didn't make me feel better afterwards. It just made me feel more depressed. And then I'd get fall deeper and deeper into depression. The highest level, so up here for those on just the podcast, um, up at the top, the highest level of depression and stress and anxiety that I've been at, I don't eat. I get so physically ill by my depression and by my stress and by my anxiety that I starve myself. And that's where I know where my mental health is at through depression, stress, and anxiety. And so this made me realize that the relationship that I have with food is not a healthy relationship. And so that's something that at the first of this year, I wanted to change. I needed to make better in my life. I was ready to stop living that way and not letting food take over what I was going through. I didn't want food to be the crutch that I leaned on. I want to live a nutritious life. I want to change my whole way of thinking about food. And so that's kind of what put me down the road of what I wanted to accomplish with my goals. Not only was it just a goal that I 
put out there five years ago. It was, it had to have a change in mindset. It had to have a change in my desire and what I wanted for myself. And part of the reason why what I was doing before, I would read all these articles about how to lose weight and how to get into better shape. And it was more of hitting at home to not having carbs, being like more of a paleo diet, um, having to stay below a certain amount of calories to be able to lose weight. So I became a little bit addicted on the calorie level and it was just a different way of learning how to lose weight. I was keeping my calories at about 1200 calories or lower and that's that wasn't a healthy way to do it. And I didn't realize that I was just taking information in from different articles and I was really basing everything around calories and carbs. And that's like a big thing you hear all the time, calories and carbs. Like that's what everybody wants to drive home with everybody, right? And just to let you guys know, I do kind of cut and edit this just because I, one of my goals is to be better at being a public speaker, being in front of a camera. And so I kind of splice it up because I tend to ramble on and I'm trying to get better at that. And I want to make sure that everything I say is very intentional for you guys so I don't waste your time. But that is why you will see it kind of cut up and I'm still working on a space for this. So sorry for the boring background, but maybe I'll put some fun stuff up here. I don't know. We'll see. But um, just to let you guys know, um, I was keeping my calories at 1200 or below. Some days I would go about 800 calories or 1,000 calories, and I wasn't seeing a change in my weight loss, and just wasn't making sense in my head, and I'd get really frustrated. And I think that is the problem with what is being put out to the world today, is that we focus on carbs and we focus on calories, and that was the biggest myth that I came to find out through all of my research that I've been doing. It has to do with feeding my body the right nutrients. Like what I was saying in my first video or my first podcast is that it one thing that really made a difference in week one for me. So this is my fourth week of being on this plan. Just so you guys know, I'm going to kind of go through what I went through in all those weeks. But week one, I just uh, had started reading about how water can make a difference in um, gaining muscle and losing weight and being able to teach achieve your physical goals. So I, again, I hated water. I never drank water. I seriously would gag on water. It was that bad. I hate it. I I don't know why, but I just don't like the taste of it. I don't, it's just a weird issue that I have with water. I don't really know what else to say about it. But, um, but the thing that works the reason why I added water and in, in the things that I learned about water is it actually helps your cells to work properly so that you can gain muscle. And in that, it actually helps you to have a better metabolism. And there were a couple of tips that this book gave to me. I'm going to grab this book because I, I do want to share this information with you. So one of the books that I decided that I, I've, I've kind of gone through a couple different books just trying to find the information that I really wanted to be able to learn all this information. And 
I've gone through a couple books, but one that I thought was actually pretty short and to the point and I really liked was this book right here. So it's Shredded Secrets. And um, I kind of was looking for bodybuilding books because I wanted to make sure that I could get down to the level of lean that I needed to get to to be able to have my six pack, right? So I really love this book. This is the book that I was talking about that I kind of nerded out on a little bit and and I still am gathering information. It's a lot of information, even though it's a small book. It's not really a very thick book. If you listen to the Audible on it, it sounds very robotic. But I love the science and the math behind it. I'm kind of a science and a math nerd, so I just loved every bit of it. But the, the cool thing that the tips that they give you with water in here is to and actually I got this from another resource as well so that's not the only that's not the only resource that I've gotten the information about water on but um, some tips that I found along the way have been to make sure that you drink at least 16 ounces of water about two hours before you go work out make sure that you replenish after you work out um, but the major thing for me was in the morning I take two glasses of water. In the midday I take another two glasses of water. About three hours, two to three hours before I go work out, and this is where I think it made a huge difference for me in helping me to lose the weight and to, and to help start building muscle for me is you need to make sure, and this goes along with the nutritional part that I'm going to say a little bit later, but um, having the 16 ounces two to three hours before you go work out that's where it's actually going to start working in your body so that when you go to the gym it's already working through your system before you start your workout so it's already working to make those cells work for you it's super important and the next tip is is before you eat any meal have two glasses of water that helps to make you feel a little bit more full so you're going to eat less but then also that water helps those cells to help you. So that's been a huge difference. And actually just in the first two weeks, the only changes that I really made was starting to go to the gym. And I went like twice, once a week. Actually, those first two weeks, I only went to the gym twice. Um, and I, so those first two weeks, I only went to the gym twice. But I added water into my diet and just adding the water into my diet and replacing all my drinks. So that is that is like a main key difference there, because if you go from having sodas or juices, except for my coffee, I still drink coffee in the morning. But um, any beer, alcohol, any of those things, I replaced all of my drinks for my day and I tried to incorporate it but even before snacks which is really hard for me I basically had to try not to taste the water as I was going down I would just guzzle it down I still am at that point because water is really hard for me but that was a huge change for me and when I first started this journey I was 148 pounds and I Again, it was at a healthy weight. I don't think that I was unhealthy or anything like that. It's just my journey to creating my best life. And that's what I want to change for me. So in those 
first two weeks just adding water and cutting out those other drinks in my life and helping myself feel full and helping my cells work the way that they need to work to help me get a better metabolism and help me build muscle. I lost four pounds. So just by making that change, just changing water in my diet, I lost four pounds. Again, I only worked out two times in that two-week period. So I didn't really do any hard, rigorous exercise, really. I just... um, Basically, I would go and I would run on the treadmill, and then I would lift some weights. So it was was pretty basic. I mean, I probably spent, okay, maybe not basic, so I'll explain exactly what I did. So I spent about 30 to 45 minutes um, jogging on the treadmill, and then I would go and do some different weight training. Um, I definitely wanted to work my butt in my legs, making sure that those stay nice, and then just doing some arm workouts, um, ab workouts. I usually always try to do a little bit of arms, core, and legs, but I only went once a week for those first two weeks, and I lost four pounds. So what if you were able to change your diet in just that way? What if you were to replace those drinks and have better nutrition, and have your body work better for you by just adding water. So that's like, that's the first thing that I would say to change. If you don't put, have water every day, and I mean, that was a large amount of water that I was bringing into my life from going from zero to how much I was going to, and then my body wanted more of it. So I was constantly feeling dehydrated because my body was like, ooh, give me more of that. That's good stuff, right? And Also, when you're working out hard, you need to make sure that you have the water um, to be able to replenish and repair as well. So um, that's my first main change that I made. And you guys kind of already knew about that, but I wanted to give you tips on how what I used it for and how it actually was helping me. Um, Most importantly, so in the so the last two weeks was when I decided to change my nutrition and everything that I ever knew about being healthy. And it's been a crazy journey. I really love the improvements that I've made in my life. And I think that they're actually pretty simple improvements when you really think about it. And if you have the desire to make those changes, it's not as hard as you think. Um, But really what it's about is feeding your body the nutrition that it needs. It's not about losing weight exactly. It's just giving your body what it needs. And one of the things that I realized by keeping a diary, and this is very important, if you want to reach any goal, especially on losing weight or the physical side of things, but any goal really, if you want to reach a goal, you have to keep a diary. And it is very important to keep a diary. And it's just for you because you've got to really see what's working for you and what's not working for you because your body is going to be different than my body. And you got to say, okay, I was doing really well here. What did I make on this next week that wasn't what I was doing over here, right? So that journal is for you. It's just for you to be able to keep your progress and to make changes. So you could even start your first week and just record everything you're eating and figure out 
just the 10%, like kind of like what I was saying in that first video is just doing a little bit better every day. And you can look at your journal or your diary and you can say, oh, I have snacks at this time every day. I could stop going to that vending machine and getting that snack. And that can make a huge difference for you. Go have a glass of water instead of grabbing a snack. So not only is it good to keep a diary of your food, but also your exercises. So you can see, okay, these exercises worked for me. I had this great progress. Um, I felt the burn on this day. I need to go back to that exercise. That diary is for you, and it's very important. I would say I'm not, I would not have any type of success that I've had today without keeping a diary of everything that I've been doing. And I've actually been using, you guys have probably heard it, my fitness pal. And a couple of people have recommended it to me. I've used it a couple times over the years. I did upgrade to a subscription to actually get the information about my macronutrients. And so I know some trainers believe in that, some trainers don't. I really have loved having it broken down for me in the app. And I think the year subscription is like about $8 a month, um, but with the one-time fee, not the monthly fee, but it comes out to be about $7 a month. So $7 a month isn't really that awful if you think about it. And it breaks it down completely so you don't have to do any of the thinking of what proteins versus carbs that you want to have into your diet and the sugars and the fats. It kind of breaks that all down for you. And so I'll leave a link on my blog and in this podcast so that you guys can have that information um, on how to get the MyFitnessPal app and be able to start having that work for you. Um, but that's something that I I think is huge. If you have any type of goal in your life, you have to keep a di- diary. You have to be able to say, these are the successes I've had. These were the losses I've had. Super important to, for you to track your progress. And mostly for you to be able to go back and say, I needed to do better at this. What did I do wrong? It just helps you to be more successful. A few of the things that I have learned through this process is how building muscle works. And so along with having the 16 ounces of water before you go to the gym, uh, about two to three hours before I go to the gym is where I eat my energy foods for the gym. So I can make sure that I have the energy and my body's actually working for me while I'm at the gym. And this was the big change that I made over the past two, last two weeks that I saw a huge difference in. And I couldn't believe how big of a difference it made for me. I didn't realize it, but I wasn't eating enough calories. And some of the days I had to keep eating to actually reach the calorie amount that I needed. But I'm losing weight. I'm eating more, but I'm losing weight. That doesn't even make sense in my head with my other way of thinking. But I'm actually providing the nutrients and the food that my body needs to have energy and to go through my workouts and feed my body and my muscles the things that they need. So how he lays it out in the book is about two to three hours before you go do your workout, you should have a meal to provide energy and to provide your body with the nutrients so that it can build muscle and it can break down Um, all the molecules and all the cells have them working the right way so that you can lose the weight. And so about two to three hours before I go work out, I plan an energy meal. 
And that energy meal is 50% carbs and 50% protein. So I do half and half. So I'm eating the carbs, which was not something I ever usually did before when I was trying to lose weight. I would stay completely away from carbs if possible. And the problem with staying away from carbs is you actually need, and they have to be good carbs, okay? And I'm going to go through that more in my blog. I'm going to post exactly the types of carbs that I have been eating, you know, not the white breads, the white rice. I I stay away from all of that. I've been making sure that my carbs that I eat are um, grains and whole wheats and carbs from fruits and vegetables and mostly vegetables, just kind of laying it out for you. So two to three hours before I go to the gym, I have my 16 ounces of water and then I have my grains so my carbs through grains or vegetables so i have 50 percent. i have a meal that is 50 percent carbs 50 percent protein and what that does is it starts breaking down in my body and it starts my body sending it to the places that it needs to be to provide energy so that it's already broken down and it's ready to work for me when i go to the gym so Then when I'm at the gym, I'm working out, I have the energy that I need and it's starting to push those nutrients into the areas of my body where I'm working out so that I can actually build more muscle and I can actually have my body working for me so that I can break down and be able to release those, uh, the fat inside my body. So, and there's many different ways that you can release fat. And one thing that I didn't realize is when you breathe out, when you breathe out, or you exert energy, you breathe out and you release that fat. So uh, making sure that you get to, and I didn't really understand that until reading this book and understanding how we release that out of our body because it's all matter. We get thing, how matter happens as it comes down from the sun, we eat it, it comes in our body. If we do nothing with it, it's all energy. It's this matter that creates energy. And if it doesn't have anywhere to go, it gets stored in our body. And that's why it's important to eat that far ahead of going to the gym is so that it starts to break down and it starts to go to those places to help your body work. You don't want to eat too early because then it'll go and store somewhere. Um, but you want it to be in your body so that it's working for you. you got to make sure that your meals are very purposeful. Um, so after you go to the gym, after I go to the gym, I make sure that I have protein when I come home from the gym. And those proteins are usually um, are proteins from like beans and and kind of lower fat proteins. So... When I decided to start this process, I went to the store and I bought um, I bought whole grain bread. I bought all the beans that I needed. I, I just kind of just went and splurged and got everything that I needed nutritional-wise um, to have the proteins that I need and to have the carbs that I need. So really, a lot of these things that you might actually even have in your house, um, but if you don't, just go out and get them. They're not very expensive they're really inexpensive actually all the things that I bought I didn't spend a whole lot of money on and it's gonna last me for a long time I bought those things two weeks ago and I'm still using them to this day so uh, we always say that eating healthier is more expensive but really if you do it right and you plan the nutrients the way that you're supposed to it's actually not very 
expensive and you just have to feed your body the right foods. Um, one thing that I found that was really hard for me was that I like to entertain. I like to have people over. I like to have food based around everything that we do together. And so I just have to make sure that there are foods that I can eat. I, I don't want to put anybody out. I don't want to like make them have an awful life because I'm eating healthier. Um, but I do want to be a good example for my family and for everybody around me. And I don't want it to be a negative thing. So um, anytime I go to a restaurant with some friends, I've been looking up the restaurant beforehand and making sure that I have already on my mind what I'm going to order. So I don't have to look at the menu and be frustrated that I feel like nothing's going to work out. I already know what I'm going to order when I go to that restaurant. And it's not that hard. If you guys think it's going to be hard, then you really don't have the desire to do it. But I will lay out my whole nutritional plan on my blog. I really want to share everything about what I've been learning with you guys. Um, Some of the major things that I've learned is um, one of the superfoods, peas. I didn't know that peas would be that high in protein, but they actually have an amazing protein. And just to break down kind of how our muscles work, You need to make sure when you go to the gym that you are feeling a little sore when you come home. So when you work out your muscles, what happens is you get micro tears in your muscles. And this is all part of that book and and how it all breaks everything down. But you have micro tears in your muscle by exerting them. And how your muscles grow bigger is by fixing those micro tears. And by fixing those micro tears, your muscles become bigger. And so you really do, it is really important to feel that burn, to feel that pain after going to the gym. I know we all hate that pain. We don't want to have to feel it, but that feeling is important for it to grow bigger muscles and it has to repair that. So part of being able to provide your body with the proteins after you work out is what's feeding that muscle to grow. It does need those proteins and those carbs in your body to help build more muscle. That is an important part of it. And when you eat it, you is an important part. Now, you don't want to... One of the things that has been kind of hard for me, because I do want to take some classes that are a little bit later at night, I you got to make sure that you're not eating lots of proteins four hours before bed. You want to get those in earlier because you don't want to sit on proteins. You want to make sure that they're working for you, not just working, just not in your body and being stored while you sleep. Um, If you are trying to lose weight, it is so important to build muscle. Here's the thing. If you are just eating lower amounts of calories and you're not trying to build muscle, you will not get tighter. I went three to four years trying to do that exact thing and without building muscle, you can't get rid of the fat in your body. How do, how would it feel to go to bed at night and have your metabolism keep working for you and then when you wake up in the morning, you lose weight? That's something that I've experienced through this plan is making sure by eating the right nutrition at the right times of day, it has helped my metabolism to work for me while I'm asleep. And that's one of the cool plans with all this is that really everything that we put in our body needs to be done intentionally. We need to put these things in our body 
to actually work for us, to be able to move, to work the way that we want it to work, to be able to repair that muscle. So by gaining muscle, it actually boosts your metabolism. And so gaining muscle is really important. But I, I will say I did up my game to about two to three times a week of exercise the past two weeks. And I went from, in my first two weeks, I lost four pounds. So I was down to 144 pounds. And then the, la- the next two weeks, I lost six pounds. So I am actually down to 138 pounds, you guys. That's like 10 pounds in four weeks. That's amazing. And I feel amazing other than the fact that I have really bad allergies. I'm actually doing pretty good right now. I usually have been sneezing like every two minutes, but um, probably just getting on here and speaking has given me a little bit more energy as well. But I am so excited for this journey, you guys. This has been working for me so well, and I am trying to pick up little tips here and there from different things that I'm reading, and I'm going to share all those things with you. And if some of these things are working for you, let me know. If they're not working for you, I want to know. Guess what? I have an amazing network of people that I am bringing on to my team, and I'm excited to share them with you. I'm hoping that by next Friday when I give you my update on fitness Um, definitely give me some questions because I have a new friend in my pocket and he is pretty amazing. He actually is a master when it comes to this kind of stuff and I am one who truly believes that if you want to accomplish something in your life, if you have a goal, if you have anything that you want to accomplish or anything that you want to become, you find the master in that and you follow everything that they say. And that's the big change here is I have a plan because I am following a master and he's going to teach us how to get to where we need to be. And I actually met him through another friend and he works with women who are in their 40s and above. So as we get older, it's going to be harder to build muscle. As we get older, as women, we're going to hit a point in our life where our bone density is going to be weaker. And I don't want to fall into that category. I want to make sure that even when I'm an old grandma, that I don't look old, that I have the energy that I have now, and that I still have the excitement for life. Because life is amazing when you make it work for you. When you create your world, when you create your universe, whenever you have the opportunity to make a a plan for you, to work for you, life is better. So here's the amazing thing. When you guys have successes like I have, and I know you will if you guys really have the desire to reach your goals, especially if they're on weight loss like we're discussing today, I want to help you. I've heard so many family and friends tell me that This hasn't worked for them and that hasn't worked for them, but I'm trying to get as many people in my pocket. I'm trying to gain a network of people who will be amazing, an amazing support system for everybody, not only for me, but for you guys. And I'm really excited to share all these people that I have. So if you have any questions about fitness or um, reaching goals or starting a business or starting a podcast, any of those things, if any of those are your goals, 
reach out to me. Give me your, let me know what your questions are, especially for those who have tried weight loss programs. This is not a weight loss program. This is a change in lifestyle. I'm doing this for the rest of my life. I want to be a good example for my family for the rest of my life. I want to be in the best shape of my life for the rest of my life. This is not just for today. This is for the rest of my life. And I really love seeing people happy. I really love seeing the joy in other people. It's one of my favorite things in this world. I love hearing stories of how people have overcome things that they that were really hard for them. And if I can be a part of your journey, a part of your help, a part of what brings you to have those successes in life, I'm so excited to be a part of that. And so if you have any questions, hit me up because I am going to ask those questions to these experts that I am going to have on. And you guys, this is going to be a fun journey. So come with me, follow me, and let me know those frustrations that you have. Um, Don't let anything bring you down. Make sure that you have your head right so that you can make everything else work right. Mental health, number one, is one the main thing that you should work on. If you're not happy in your head, then we got to help you figure out how to be happier in your head. And that's kind of what my last podcast was about, is creating a world around you that is actually bringing you joy. Having experiences with your family, finding joy in your life right now, Because you can't have any type of success in your life unless you actually are happy and have joy now. If mentally you are not able to try to reach any goal, because I've been there. I've been super depressed. I've been super stressed out. I've had anxiety. I've been so paralyzed by these things that I didn't even think that I could keep going. I've been there and I get it. So I know how important it is to have your head right. And to be able to reach your goals, you have to have good mental health. So I do want you to find joy in what your world has today. There is joy there. You need to just find it. And you need to be able to find happiness with what you have right now. Because it's going to be harder to reach any goal if your head's not right. Um, The thing that I love about this um master that I'm going to bring on and have conversations with is that he really believes that losing weight and getting fit is psychological and nutritional. So it's all about how what you have in your head, how you're feeling in your head, what you have going on, what you can get rid of out of your life to make your goal happen, and then the nutrition side of it. And I love that because I think that's what everybody struggles with. It's it's all in our head and it's what we put in our bodies. And when we put in the right stuff into our bodies, miracles happen. Guys, I am down 10 pounds. This is amazing for me. I haven't been at this weight for over five years. It's crazy. I was like five years ago when I said I was going to make this goal to get my six pack. I'm back there. Finally. And it only happened because my head's right now and my nutrition's right. So let me know what you need to help you on your journey. I know that we all have different struggles. I know that my body's going to work different than your body. 
But I really want to be a support system for you guys, and I want to get you the information that I have learned. And I'm going to keep track of all the nutritional things and the exact workout and everything that I'm doing on my blog. I'm going to update it every Friday. I'm a busy woman. I have other things in life. I have a family. I love them, and I need to spend more time with them as well. So try to multitask, try to get out and do some things with your family. That's what I'm trying to do. I have to incorporate all of this into experiences with my family because they are my number one. We talked about in my last podcast that there were some of us that are tryhards and doers. There's some that are not. Be a tryhard, be a doer, get it done. That's all you have. You either do it or you don't. If you're only half in, you're not going to see success. If you're not going to do part the diary part of it, you're not going to have great success. You really do have to keep track of your goals. So be a tryhard, be a doer, get it done, and let's have fun with this.